This is Waddle and Sylvie on WMVP WSHE HD2 Chicago. Chicago's home for sports. A good karma brand's radio station. here for Waddle. Waddle is out. His wife had surgery today on her knee. She's doing well. Everything went well. I think it was just a clean up, but he's taking care of her. So all's well in, Waddle, in literally Waddle's world. So that was good news. That was good news. Hope everything's well in your world uh, with the weekend here. We got a busy weekend with uh, Championship Sunday. Monday should be a great day here. Also, have a story that I want to get to in a little bit about uh, the Bears cap situation that has come out here, um, where the Bears may not have as much room as we originally thought. Mm-hmm. I mean, Bleacher Nation Bears is a good follow on Twitter, and uh, they have an article from what Over the Cap is now saying, and that's another good follow. They uh, specialize in following the salary cap. We'll uh, give you info on that in a little bit. I also want to get to um, some of the some biggest surprises, like what, what the biggest NFL surprises as we get into championship weekend from this year, because I do believe there's probably the biggest surprise of the year playing this weekend. Mm-hmm. So what were the biggest surprises from the NFL weekend? We could rack our brains, take some calls on that, 312-332-3776. This time, though, uh, every... Week on Friday, we talked to Doug Kazarian. You see him on TV. You see him on ESPN. He wins you some money. People look forward to this. He's been spot on all year. He's really great at what he does. And uh, we started the conversation by asking him which game he feels best about. Well, I feel best about the Eagles and Niners, but really both games are so intriguing because it's just the third time ever we've had two point spreads under three in the conference title games. Now the Eagles line is trickling up, so it might be three soon. It's three at one sports book here in Vegas, but I do like Philly in this game. I think Brock Purdy's story obviously has been incredible and remarkable what he's done, but it's a little fool's gold. I think this will be a tough ask. It'll be a stiffest challenge to date going on the road at the link with that crowd. The stakes so high and, I get the Niners' defense is awesome. We talk about it so much as well. They're the number one team ranked in defense efficiency, but the Eagles are number two, and they're point three behind them in rating. So I feel like this Eagles D doesn't get enough credit, and Purdy gets away with a lot of sort of deep, you know, 50-50 balls, if you will. And I think this secondary, the ball hawks, will make them pay. And I also think, you know, the Eagles' offense looks pretty good. And it's not just the Giants. It's just that Hurts looked healthy and so did Lane Johnson. When you look at the AFC, that Chiefs were the favorite and then they weren't and now they are again and and Mahomes ankle, like how much do you trust in what he's been able to do at practice this week and what he'll be able to do on Sunday? That is the million dollar question because everyone's sort of thinking everything's fine just because he's going through like a 30% walkthrough on a handoff. Mm-hmm. I, for me, it's all about the re-injuring component. Once he gets out there and the adrenaline sort of calms down. It's just about how bad of a hit can he take. I, I think it's been fascinating what's gone down this week. One odd maker said he's never seen so much sharp action on an NFL game during the week. I mean, that's what it is. It's been two-way action. We've seen the favorites flip a couple times. And another odds maker said if information is the key, one side has misinformation or 
both are just speculating because it's just wild that an NFL game during the week has seen this volume on both sides. So it's been fascinating to watch. I personally just couldn't play the game because I need to see Mahomes. For me, it's Cincinnati or a pass. But I would look to the under. I, I think the Bengals' offensive line, well-documented with those issues, you know, three of the five guys have been out since December. I think they got away with some things last weekend because of the slippery surface in Buffalo and the pass rush really couldn't pivot and get to Burrow. I think we're going to see that O-line have some trouble this weekend. Now, can Burrow and the, the weapons overcome it? Sure. But I think we're going to see a little bit lower scoring game, especially with the Mahomes injury. I do like the under in that game, just slightly. I, I prefer the Eagles bet the most, and then a little bit on the under as well. All right, uh, Doug Kazarian joining us. It's Waddle and Sylvie. Deion Miller is in for Waddle today on ESPN 1000. Um, interesting. So, like, I want I want you to expand a little more about, like, the information versus speculation. Because I, I did think it was silly, and I like what you said about it's either Cincinnati or pass. Maybe is this a game, and Miller said this earlier in the week, is this a game that you would watch early and and make a live bet and and maybe not want to make a play before the game starts and you'd want to watch Mahomes kind of run around a little bit before you make an absolute play? I think that's a great point. I think that's totally fair. Live wagering is you can sort of eliminate some variables and that's one thing if you're if you're if you're unknown, you don't have to bet it. I always joke that the the line before the game is sort of the first time out, right? And once the game starts, you can continue to make other plays during timeouts. So I think it's totally fair. We see variants as well. So, like, the game he got hurt, every book had different lines because they were reacting differently to the injury to Mahomes. So one book was four and a half, another was seven, which typically we see the same line throughout, but not this time. It was uh, it was varied. So I would say, wait, I think that's a great point, great call. Even last night in the NBA game on TNT, the Suns-Mavs, Luka goes down and books are all over the place with a live line because they don't know if he's going to return. And that's the other thing is, I, you know, once you saw Henny, you thought Mahomes is done, but then he came back after that. So I definitely think live wagering and in-game and all that stuff is a, is a bullet in your gun that you can certainly use here. I've never live bet on a game. Well, now it's, oh, it's, feels it's, like it's, the right time. Well, it, <laughs> yeah. it, it's a lot of fun, too, because if you feel like a team gets out, and Doug, you could expand on this, if you feel like a team gets out to a lead and it's fluky or yeah. a fluky play happens and you really like a team or they've moved the ball and they just haven't scored, right, Doug, that you feel like they right. could really, you've now all of a sudden the odds have moved in your favor and now you can pounce, correct? Yeah, the um, the the uh, the algorithms are based on the closing line. So if it's two and a half or whatever it is closing, it's just going to be a computer algorithm based off that. But if your eye test sees something that's pretty unique or at least more certain than whatever information was throughout the week on the game, I think there's an edge to be had for sure. All right. Well, I'm taking notes. <laughs> uh, you know, uh, I, I, I've liked um, – I, I know guys like you, guys like Carmen DeFalco, don't love the same game parlays. Like they always say the parlays – are for suckers. They're fun though. And I like, I sure. gamble for entertainment. Um, I like to make the, the comp, Doug. It's like when I used to go to the arcade when I was a kid, <laughs> my, my parents would hand me five bucks. I knew I wasn't coming back with any money, but the five bucks made it fun. Um, so sometimes I know I'm going to come back empty handed, but I had fun. So uh, a lot of times in my same game parlay, I like to bet on a touchdown scorer. 
Do you believe in the postseason it's more of a sure thing to bet on touchdown scores? And by that, I mean, like, um, a guy like Kelsey. It's more of a sure right. thing that they go to mm-hmm. their go-to players when they need them most. So it's a fair assumption, but I think the reason we can't make anything like a sure thing, so to speak, is that it's all about matchups and game plans. And like Bill Belichick was the hardest sort of someone to bet against because, you know, one week he'd throw, Brady would throw like 50 times, and the next week they'd run 50 times with three different running backs because it was all about making your defense play left handed and things like that. So it's matchup specific. So I would focus more on what he's done, you know, whether it be Mahomes or whoever, against the Bengals over the years, right? So, you know, we know that Burroughs won three meetings. Well, what's happened in those three games is DeMar Chase double-teamed, and they make him do other things that, with the, you know, bracketed with a safety or whatever it is. I think that's typically – and then you, what's more predictable is the team that won. So if Cincinnati's won three straight, they're typically going to have a similar game plan, and it's the Chiefs that might change things up. So I think those are the things, rather than just like season-long stats for Kelsey – like he's due or it's bound to happen. Doug, are there any props that you really like because Mahomes isn't 100%? So conventional wisdom would say Mahomes under, and this number's actually moved up, which is surprising. It's in the 280s. I would bet under. I just think there's more ways to win the under. Like I said, there's the re-injury component. There's other things. I think the Pacheco rushing yards over is certainly something to consider just because he has big playability. So one play can really get you halfway there. So those are the props that stand out to me. I'm not a huge prop player, although we've done a couple winners the last little bit. I would say Purdy's passing yards under in the NFC game. It's low. It's 221, but I would still take the under. Uh, we, we started talking about the uh, Eagles and uh, Niners. You told us you like the Eagles. Any like first-half play on this? The Eagles have started quickly a lot when they've been rolling. Do you like uh, the right. Eagles' first half? I would say normally, yeah, that was sort of their recipe during the regular season because if you look at their play volume and time between snaps and everything, it was a league high in terms of the quickest, shortest time in the first half. But in the second half, their MO was sort of take the air out of the ball, slow the game down, fewer possessions, and just bleed out the clock and get out of there. So the second half unders were good in the regular season. First half, Eagles were a covering machine, I believe, until Hurts got hurt. Excuse me. They were, like, by far the best team in terms of offense efficiency. I just don't know if that translates against a Niners team that is really, really good. And I don't think they can just treat it and play loosey-goosey like they did in the first or during the regular season against a team like the Niners. I think it's going to be a very intense game, hard-hitting, smash-mouth, defensive battle. I just think the Eagles are going to ultimately make enough play that the Niners will not. And I worry about Shanahan's conservatism, too. I think Sirianni going for it on fourth down gives them a little bit of a let edge there. And so I, I, I feel more comfortable just laying the two and a half over the full game. Is this what we call gambler's voice after 25 straight weeks of football? <laughs> yeah, something like that. A lot of radio, a lot of everything, screaming at the TV. But um, it's good. It's a good pain. you gotta, you got to play through the pain. Yeah. <laughs> and, and then as we let you go, anything else that we did not cover that you like that you want to get out there? No, it's a tough matchup. Like these games, like again, I think it's you're you're spot on with the end game on the on the AFC and for the NFC. Like I, I mean, even if you're so inclined, I would probably just play the the money line. <clears throat> but I think getting under three is is good enough. I I think the Eagles are the right side this weekend. 
Doug, uh, great work. Uh, rest that voice as much as at least you can <laughs> and win some money this weekend, all right? I appreciate it. It's been a good run. Let's keep it going. You got it. We'll talk Super Bowl week, all right? Absolutely. There you go. There's Doug Kazarian. Uh, ESPN, you can read his stuff on ESPN.com. I see this, too, from another good gambling follower. Uh, ben Faucus, uh tweeted that uh, Patrick Mahomes now, and we were just talking about this with the live betting and everything, that you know now that he's a full go and he's off the mm-hmm. injury report and the Chiefs are a uh, one-and-a-half-point favorite, that Patrick Mahomes has never been an underdog in the postseason. Never. Never? This is now 13 games. The streak is 13 games in a row that Patrick Mahomes has been a favorite. And he wow. has never been a playoff underdog. It's pretty incredible, isn't it? Yeah, that's outrageous. It is, but at the same time now, they've gone to five straight AFC title games. And be honest, if you like, don't you always feel more comfortable being on the Patrick Mahomes side if you're betting than any other side? Like, there's no person who I want on my side if I've got my money riding on it than Mahomes right now. Right? right. Even in this right. game? Even in this game? Like, even if he was, what if he didn't get hurt? Well, that, like, take yeah, that I, injury, like, take your live betting advice out and that's a you great, get a couple yes. of shout-outs. Like, don't you like the Bengals, the I way do. they're playing? Yes. I do. And they're so three, do They're 3-0 against, you know, Joe Burrow is 3-0 against the Chiefs in his career. Now, nope. I'm with you. If ever you felt like the, a team is finally, um, you know, matches up well against the Chiefs going into it, it is, it is the Bengals, but they are on the road. That's why the Chiefs are only a slight favorite here. Right, right. If he's 100% healthy, I can't see a scenario where I bet against but him. That's ne- it, but he's not. Yeah, he's That's- like, now we're just we're playing guessing games going Correct. into the, you know, how healthy do you think Mahomes is on Sunday? So am I allowed to text you during the game about where I should place live bets? Where and when? Is that okay, Jeff Miller? You can. You, you have an account. You know what, I know, you, but I don't know what I'm doing. Do I? I don't think I do. I don't well, trust like, myself. Give, give a I've never done a live. I've give never her, done a live game. Bet. We just like, said that. Like I love. You know when I love live betting, especially. Uh, I don't know, Mel, you're pointing at me, but you no, have no clue with what I'm going to well, say. Well, no, I, I was going to say, I, okay, I, I'll, I'll try and guess it because you were one of the first people who texted us when the Vikings got down big to the Colts, and I feel yes. like your strategy, really? which I think is a good one, when the team you believe is better gets behind by a decent you know, decent margin, but there's still quite a bit of time left in the game. I think if that's where you're going, Sylvie, I think that's a good philosophy to jump in because oftentimes I think we overanalyze like it, like a team going down in a game, how big that is, because oftentimes there's big swings in games that we don't really account for. Cause we just look at the final score, but frequently there will be teams that score three consecutive times and nobody even thinks about it because it's just the you know through the normal course of a game. It's a regular season game, so it's tougher. But like, yes, mm-hmm. like that's a good example where you're like, like Colts stink, and the Vikings have firepower, and one touchdown could get it going in a different way. And I remember the first time I made my first live bet. You want to know about my first time? Yes, you always yes. remember the first time is there was a like a it was a national televised game. I forget if it was a Monday or a Thursday night game. The Saints were in Vegas. And this is when they still had Drew Brees, and they were the better team. And Vegas came out and like they scored a quick fourteen, and they were up for. I think that it was. I think it went that way. It was like fourteen nothing Vegas, and like the Saints are clearly the better team here. And I hopped on it right away, and I think New Orleans went in as like a ten point favorite, and and it quickly shifted in the odds, 
And I'm like, I'm hopping on New Orleans now. Now's the right time. And then I think uh, the sport where I love live betting is NBA. Like, really? Those games just, you know how 20, like look yeah. at what the ball, 20 point leads in a blink of an eye come and go. And Tyler, the, you're nodding. Yeah, on that. in the NBA, you can you can make money just by playing. Okay, let's say there's a, a heavy dog right out of the gate. You play them right away, and then in game, maybe the favorite goes down 10, 15 points, but they're still the favorite, so they're down 10, 15 points. So you'll get them at plus money, and then boom, you're automatically going to make money no matter what. Right, you're playing both sides, right. like the stock market. Right, yeah, exactly. you know when to buy, when to sell, and everything like that. So my buddies and I, we have this little thing. Like there's Disney Plus, there's Hulu Plus. We have what we like to call Chiefs Plus, where if we see Ooh. the Chiefs with a plus, just take it. Just take it. That's wow. a good rule if you do that all okay. the time. You do it all. We've had like, a, we've had some good wins with it. Like you see the Chiefs go down 14, they're not out of that game. You see them go down 21, they're not out of that game. Our uh-huh. best win actually was the AFC divisional round last year, the epic game. We took them at like plus I think they were like 1500 or 2000 right when they were down like they needed that one last gasp drive in 12 seconds. So we took it. And it was one of our best wins ever. Wow. See? Well, part, I, I got to write that down. And think about it. Part of the reason, oftentimes, oftentimes, though, like, like, oftentimes why your average better gets burned is because we all want to bet the favorites. And we all kind of want to lay the points, right? You're like, ah, they're so, they're so much better. But the problem with laying points, oftentimes, what you don't think about is that there's the backdoor cover, which can come back to bite you. But the team still wins. So the better team won the game. But they don't care that they gave up that that. that touchdown in the final you know 30 seconds that still gave them a four-point win but obviously you as the better can't account for that so that's one thing where the team's goal the, uh, the winning team's goal is not aligned with what you're trying to accomplish as a better so that's why when you can get those okay the, the better team goes down by whatever 10 or 14 points but there's still plenty of time left all of a sudden you know they're trying hard to win the game and you're, so you're just on them to win and they're now all of a sudden the chiefs who were down by 14 points as uh tyler said mahomes plus all of a sudden the chiefs now are trying to do exactly what you need them to do and that's just win the game you know what i'm saying so so that's where, you, where it's nice to have the live betting in play and i found it for you sylvie it was back on monday september 21st 2020 when the saints played the Las Vegas Raiders, I believe, uh, on Monday Night Football. Did I have it right on which team went out early? Was it, was it, oh, did the Saints win that game? Uh, you know what? I think, I, did or you, did I have it the other way around? The other did way I, around, yeah. Did, did the Saints go up big Correct. and then I took Oakland you did. and I pounced Oakland at home? Yes. Because I'm trying to think about that. Yeah, it was the second week of the year. I think this was when, this might have been when the Raiders opened Allegiant Stadium. Yeah. Uh, and, and the and, Raiders went went behind to the Saints uh, quickly 10 nothing. 10 And then I hopped on the Raiders bandwagon wow. and played them. That was a memorable yeah, yeah. moment. How do you remember all sort those of, details? Sort of. I mean, like, I kind of misremembered Holy a bit. Cow. But I do remember the first, that was the first time I ever, like, l- live. legally live gambled. Because that's when we first got live right, gambling. Right, and I'm right. like, the live betting, because, again... Sometimes you're always forced, I got to make a play before the game. I got to make a play before the game. But it's not like fantasy football where you have to have your lineup set. Right. You don't have to have a play before the game. You can make lots of plays during the game. game. And you don't have to come up. You could get a feel for how the game's going. Michael in Oak Park has a strategy. What's your strategy, Michael? 
Hey guys, I um so I'm a big fan of uh, international soccer betting, MLS here and there, but international soccer betting. And there's a category of bets in there called double chance. And so basically, there's three options with double chance. You have team A to win or draw, team B to win or draw, or team A or B to win outright. And so typically, you know, soccer, you want to wait till the game's live, really, to to see how it's moving, see what's going on, and you'll get a team like a Manchester United or a Man City or a Barca that's down maybe one goal or two in some circumstances to a much lesser team at half. And then the double chance you're looking at plus two, plus 300 on the better team like a Man City to come back and either tie it or to go ahead. And typically you've got to hammer that when you see it because you're going to tie or go ahead. Mm-hmm. There, there you go. I wasn't looking for a soccer play, but still not good food for thought, Michael. Good stuff. Appreciate it, guys. Thank you. <laughs> 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 tell you, though, gambling's gambling. It, does, it is. His, no, correct. His philosophy does check out because oftentimes in soccer, you will see those better teams all of a sudden when they've when they've got to put the push on and the other teams are backing up just to try and hold on for dear life. That is a good strategy. I like what he is. Like you could out. feel you could feel which feel it, even yeah. though it's scoreless, but you could feel which team is dominating. Or, or no, but to his point, especially if like the better team falls behind one nothing. Oftentimes, the the lesser team will just pack it in. It's called um, uh, parking the bus, where all of a sudden you tr- you set you bring all your def- all your players back and just basically try and play to keep it scoreless. But the better teams oftentimes can find their way through and get at least a goal to tie it. Okay, uh, all right. Coming up next, let's let's make our plays and like it, love it. Then we've got uh, which is my favorite: what to watch for. I hope you've got a good show to recommend. Don't tell us now. I won't. And, and what to watch for. Okay. And 5 o'clock hour, biggest surprises in the NFL. And we'll get you updated on, on what goes into why are they now estimating the Bears with less cap room? What's going on with this? Uh, 312-332-3776. If you would like to participate, Dion in for Waddle. It's Waddle and Sylvie. Chicago's Home for Sports on Twitter at ESPN1000. This is Waddle and Sylvie on Chicago's Home for Sports, ESPN Chicago. Just a little taste of it. Getting down to the nitty gritty, I have a feeling that uh, Waddle's lead is uh, nearly insurmountable. Like it, love it. Just a taste of it. We go around the room with our plays. We got two more weeks of football. We're down to three games. That's it. Three games left in the season. It's kind of depressing. It's sad, but it's like exciting because the days are getting longer. We're getting yeah. closer to spring. I know. So, like, that's cool, but we get like, I hate the time between the end of football. And the start of baseball. Well, if this makes you feel any better, the day after the Super Bowl, I fly to Arizona for spring training. The day after the Super Bowl. I love the day that pitchers and catchers in spring training reports. But then it's like, okay, now what? Then it's a lull. Even through through the position players, like first first full squad workout, even after that. It's like four weeks of exhibition games. I'm like, this sucks. (laughs) Can we just throw the first pitch? But I do think because of how much cap space the Bears do have, still the most in the NFL, and the number one pick, 
we're going to be a lot more interested in the conversations we're having in March than we normally are. That is true. You're yeah. right. Like yeah. The combine yeah. will be more fun, and I'm trying to get us to the combine. I do believe the combine is a place to be. It there, is. Like I don't believe there's a better event than where you have an early draft pick because the combine, tell me this, there is no other event on the NFL calendar where you get every head coach, right. every general manager in the same place at the same time. They're not all there at the Super Bowl. Where else, like, they're not all, what are the other events where they're, they're not all at these NFL meetings, not every general not manager, like the owners may go, but every coach, every they're assistant. Not, they're not all at the draft because they're all they're in their They're not own, at the draft, right? right. They're in their, their war rooms. rooms. Yep. Like, You're right. The combine the is combine, the only place you have that. Most of the assistants, every head coach, every general manager. Tons of agents too. Oh my goodness! Oh, yeah. And then don't and then don't forget most of the draft eligible players. Players are there. It yeah. is to me the best place to be. It's fun. I enjoy it. I enjoy it. It's fun. So Danny Zetterman, if you're listening, get us. I mean, I'll be there. Get us there. Oh, you'll be there. I'll too? be there for the and seven. And yeah. will be there. So I mean, it's even better. I didn't come to the holiday party, but I'll be at the combine. Yeah, <laughs> we'll get to that. Yeah, later. We, we will. We will. <laughs> All right, so what are the standings, Tyler? All right, so Waddle is in the lead despite only picking up two points last week. He's got 54. I leapfrog Sylvie. I have no! 50 now. No! I, I went 3-0 and last week, so I picked up six points. I am four points wow! behind Waddle. Uh, Sylvie has 48 and Meller at 39. So wait, you have 50, I have 48. Where's Waddle? Waddle's at 54. So he's still catchable with two two weeks left. <sighs> well, how many points side. did I get last week? You got how many points? You got three. You hit a, a like and a taste. Okay. All right. Dion, are you going to give us your plays too, I'm, just for fun? I haven't really had any time to think about it. I was just going to read Waddle's. Oh, I won't claim them. Okay. I'm going to read them. And if- will you rate Waddle's plays if you if you like his like and if you love yes, his? Yeah, love? I'll say if I do. Yeah. Okay. Because mm-hmm. so you have to start then. Okay. Um, I do. I think I like I, I like his I love his love the best. That's should I start with that or do am I supposed no, to start go, with like go it? with his like? Tell his us like. his like. His like is the Bengals over twenty three and a half total points. Okay. I like that too. So you like his like. I do, but I don't. You're like over love it as 23 and a half points. <laughs> right. <laughs> All right, so Waddle's going over the Bengals total. Yes. 23 and a half points. But I'm going to just keep it simple here. My like is the Bengals. So I'm now getting points. I'm getting what? A point. Is it a point and a half right now? Yeah, it's 1.5. Mm-hmm. So I'm getting a point and a half. Uh, I like the Bengals. That's where. Oh, no, I'm sorry, Tyler. It was your turn. Oh, that's right. I'm sorry, yeah. dude. Right. I was so used to You've going been, second. Yeah. yeah. Um, so You've been disqualified. You cannot win your like this week. Um, for my like, I'm going to take the over in the San Francisco and Philadelphia game. It's set at 46 and a half right now. You know, Philadelphia hasn't played against a lot of good offenses this year. And I feel like this is going to be one of those games where you're going to see a lot of points on both sides. Even though both teams have good defenses, I think their offenses are even better. So give me the over 46 and a half. 
Okay. For my like, since Sylvie went out of order, I will go ahead and tell you that I like a Jalen Hurts prop. Rushing yards, 45 and a half right now is the number in most places. I like Jalen Hurts going over that number. I think he is going to be forced to play from outside the pocket, and I think he's going to excel against the Niners defense where they know they're going to have to rely on his legs to win this game. So I like the over on the Jalen Hurts rushing prop, 45 and a half right now. Okay. Okay. We're uh, what now we're to the love. It's my turn again. Yes. Okay, so uh and I love Waddle's love. He loves the Bengals plus one and a half. Mm. And I love that. How am I gonna gain any ground if all of our picks are the same? I don't know. It. It's not your turn though. It's Tyler's I know, turn. I know, <laughs> I know. Uh for my love, I'm gonna take Philadelphia minus two and a half. I, I think that they are the better team just on both sides of the ball, too. Um, and we saw Brock Purdy struggle a little bit last week. So I, I think Philadelphia can – the number's not at three, which I think is important right now. So give me the Eagles minus two and a half. I'm with you. I'm running. I'm, I know I'm chasing you by two points here. I, I love the Eagles. Let's make it three in a row, boys. I think especially at minus two and a half, key number would be three, of course. If it moves there, I'd be a little bit more reluctant to play the Eagles. But, man, at two and a half, I love the Eagles this week. Okay. Waddle is, his taste is uh, 49ers over 22 and a half points. I don't know how I feel about that. Interesting strategy by Waddle this week, too. A lot of team totals. Where, who got into his head with those? I think it's probably just the limited amount of games that there are. The limited amount of, of plays that you can actually make. So he ventured off into some team totals there. Right. I guess that's probably why. Do you have a, by the way, do you have the line for me before you make your pick? Mm-hmm. Do you have the first half line for the Eagles Niners game? Let me look real quick. Uh, first half line for the Eagles and Niners is... I, I can't find it. Eagles minus a half. Okay. Go, go ahead, Tom. Okay. Uh, for my pick, I'm... Uh, for my taste, I'm actually going to take Kansas City minus the one and a half. It feels like everybody likes the Bengals this week as the underdog. So I'm going to go contrarian here and take Kansas City minus the one and a half. I'm sizing that up. Uh, and, and I'm going to I'm going to hop on that uh, game and take Philly minus the half. I, they'll they'll be winning. I think they're going to finally rattle the rookie. I think he finally gets rattled, and I think he gets rattled from the start. The Eagles will be winning at halftime. That's my taste. And wrapping things up here for my taste, you know what? I'm going to go ahead and back the Bengals. I think you're right, Sylvie, getting one and a half here. Uh, too good to be true. Um, I think Tyler, young Tyler, I think you're underestimating a uh, banged up Patrick Mahomes and not being quite the same. The fact that the Bengals are already 3-0 and in Joe Burrow's career against a healthy Pat Mahomes makes me like them that much more getting a point and a half on Sunday. So I will taste the Bengals just a bit there. There you go. Like it, love it, just a taste of it. I hope I didn't screw that up. No. For Waddle. Not at all. Do you, is there a play you at all? You should have changed his picks, Dion. Then, then. <laughs> that would have been better. If yes. you would have gone opposite all of them mm-hmm. and just well, reported. Then he might go 6-0 oh, or the, get the full true. six. We, we don't know if, if maybe that's what Tyler did. We don't even know. Tyler texted me what they are. I copied, but he yeah. Copy and pasted. Totally 
I know. Tyler's too good of a person. I may, if I'm within striking distance next week, I may have to just go opposite all of his picks and hope for the, that may hope be for the, the, best, o- yeah. the only chance. Though, Tyler, you, you're, you may be within close enough distance. What does the winner get? Nothing. Pride. Oh, geez, next guys. year we Bragging should right. put a prize on it. Weak. Yeah, that is I think, really I think weak. we should next year. Just like with the uh, the, the winds pool, you the winds pool, and yeah. we should come up with a tiebreaker and yes, and, and make sure that we stated on the air before before we we yeah. you know the <laughs> make season sure all starts. of us are present too when we make the rules <laughs> yeah. and everything yeah, like write that. Write it down or something. Yeah, I'll yeah. sign it. Yeah. something to that effect. By the way, so uh, we had our uh, station holiday party yesterday. Dion Miller did not come. Tyler, you were there. Meller did not come because he had an obligation, a family obligation. Dion claims that she doesn't get emails from Good Karma brands. I don't. I have not been able to get into my Good Karma email since June of 2022. And it keeps saying, have the administrator reset your password. But see, it's my fault because I can't remember the password. Which, why don't I just always make the password the same? Have you checked same? password? I've tried everything I can think of. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. No, I wouldn't do that. I don't think I would do that. I didn't do that. So we, since June, and it is, it, this is now, you realize this is February, yes? I'm, I'm, I miss Almost a lot February, of, <laughs> almost. I miss a lot of important news around the station. So, and so now, and you were, uh, word was, little birdie <laughs> whispered well, in my this ear. This is all made up. Okay, go ahead. It is not made up. Uh, no, it's not. A little birdie, I think you know the birdie well, whispered in my ear saying that you were upset that no one told you about the holiday party. <laughs> that not only that you don't get email, fine, but that it, you were not informed and about the holiday pissed. party. No, I was not mad. I was not mad. The, I found out about it because our dear friend, Courtney Cronin, texted me yesterday morning and said, are you going to the party? And I was like... Yeah, where was Courtney, about? by the way? She couldn't make it either. Well, once Dion wasn't going, she was like, I'm out. Oh, was she just <laughs> checking she just around? Really? She yeah. out. I think we just, uh, <laughs> I think yeah, what did Courtney just say? Did you, just, yeah, the you bus. just sold out Courtney? She also said that she had, she had just gotten back from vacation and she needed a vacation from her vacation. Oh, oh she's going to be so mad I at me. I think she I'm was checking to make sure, like, if you would have said you were in, she would have rallied up and gone. gone. I we told should, her, we should Courtney, Courtney, what right the now. hell? I mean, come on. Maybe if this was uh, the, uh, what, what's the show uh, the, that she does now all the time? Around the Horn? Yeah, if this was the Around the Horn holiday party, Ooh. she would have been there. She probably would have. <laughs> just kidding. Maybe, I don't know. Uh, wait, wait, and you, did you catch that from Dion, though? She just got back from vacation. That's what she said. She just got back from mm. vacation. So it's funny, too, because it's a... We had the Microsoft Teams, like, RSVP to the list, and she responded a maybe. Who did? Courtney. Oh. Okay. Yeah. So well, she I was maybe if Dion would have gone. No, that's not it. I, I told her, I oh, said, actually, I didn't even know. That was actually in the comments. It Dion, was. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Only if Dion RSVPs. Dion didn't even get this email. That's the problem. Right. So my proposal to this little birdie was that we need to start a group chat with this yes. little birdie with you. You work a lot with Meller. Yes. Um, I'm trying to think who else. Like, maybe we'll put Waddle in this. Peggy. We can get Peggy in the... Well, maybe the little birdie, birdie is, is Peggy. Peggy. Oh, I wasn't, wasn't going to sell <laughs> yeah, out the little yeah. birdie. And that we should include, like, F- Carmen, maybe. And we should do, like, a Dion Miller sort of... Remind ESPN, Dion what's going yeah, on. An ESPN 1000, sort of like a 
like we do a, uh, uh, a a sort of bulletin. Yeah. On ESPN one thousand, a newsletter, a Dion Miller newsletter, because we have a newsletter on ESPN one thousand that our boss sends out to us, right. to keep us posted on what's going around the station, which obviously you don't get, and we should then. Relay to you stuff that's going around the station that you should be aware of. I am all for this idea. Please, let's do it. I actually, I saw Black and Abdallah when they were leaving today, and I told them that I don't get the emails. And I was like, I miss a lot of important things. There have been employees who've bid farewell to the station. I had no idea. That they're even gone? Dion. No idea. Dion, did you tell Adam congratulations? You know he had a baby. I did know okay. he had a baby. Just I looked checking. at pictures of beautiful little Layla. Connor She's McKnight so had, a, had a baby too. What did Connor had a girl? Right. And then did Eric? They Eric had also did. Yes. Yeah, they had their second child. Yeah. Yep. Awesome. It's awesome. I'll live vicariously. So wait, wait, wait. Here's you know the thing, Tyler though. had a girl about four weeks ago. What? No, you didn't. That's how much you've missed. Yeah. <laughs> Catch up. Right. Yeah, I'm way off, out of sync here. All right, Mallory, what were you going to say? Uh, so you can't get into your password. You keep guessing passwords that I are do, not working. That are not working. But it says to have the administrator reset your password. Yes. So and why don't says, you just check in with the administrator? Who might that who be? Who even is the administrator? Like, who I, might that I be? Know is, who to is, go to. Is there not a phone number when no. you... Well, it how says, about that Zetterman? Who the, pa- the I did. You were standing there, and he's like, "I'm working on it." Isn't he the administrator? No, no. It, it's <laughs> he is definitely not the it administrator. Says that, and, and it says every time I click reset your password, it says we sent an email to your administrator, and they will reset it and let you know. So that's happened no less than a hundred times in seven months. It's funny because when you do that, the administrator emails you back a new <laughs> password, but the email to my work. good karma email that I don't get correct. That is probably what's happening. That's why you need to get on the phone though to get this corrected. I don't know who to call, Jeff. It's fantastic. It's All right. great- <laughs> we're, we're gonna start this new Dion Miller text. Uh, bulletin. Keep Dion informed. Yes, right. A That's newsletter for Dion on ESPN <laughs> one day. And then we're going to, here's what we're going to do then with her. We're going to do two truths and a lie with every sort of <laughs> newsletter. And she's no. going to have to guess which one is not the truthful part of the newsletter. <laughs> I love that idea. <laughs> All right, coming up next, what to watch for. ESPN 1000, Chicago's home for sports. You're listening to Waddle and Sylvie. Watch us and join the chat. Follow ESPN 1000 Chicago on Twitch.tv or the Twitch app. Waddle and Sylvie get you set for your weekend viewing with What to Watch For. That is right. One of my favorite segments of the week. It is What to Watch For. It's brought to you by Connie's Frozen Pizza. You can win Connie's frozen pizza. Deanne was saying to me, she loves it. You kids love oh it? Oh, my gosh. My kids yeah. love Connie's. Connie's frozen pizza is the best frozen pizza out there, and it tastes like authentic pizzeria-quality pizza. That's why it's so good. Car 10 right now. You'll get uh, free pizza from Connie's. 312-332-3776. Ring it up right now. Go around the room. Everyone, uh shares with us uh, something to watch for. I did get something. I got yeah. something to watch for. It's uh, I bet you you guys have something like this in mind, too, or maybe even this. Uh, I don't know much about it. I saw that it was coming out, and I believe it debuts today. Have you guys seen the movie with Jonah Hill and Eddie Murphy on Netflix? I believe it's called You People. I haven't no. seen the reviews. 
on if it's supposed to be good. I watched the trailer the other day because, you know, Netflix has that new, not new, but it says coming soon, like within the next yeah. week or whatever. I watched that trailer and it did uh, pique my interest, Sylvie. I haven't checked out the reviews, though. The uh, And right now, it isn't trending well on Rotten Tomatoes. If you take, I don't know, do you, do you follow Rotten Tomatoes or do you take it with a grain of salt and just I mean, kind of like... Because like so, I I try I, like I pay attention you know but I can sometimes I like things that I mean it's all subjective I'm sure right? like, like but it's, what what's worrisome to me is the scores for both the audience and the critics match oh. and right now the audience score is fifty percent approval and the critic score is at forty three percent approval which. Is pretty bad. That's pretty bad. Yeah, that's pretty so, bad. So, but it, it's got a cast that I like. It's a movie out there. It's on Netflix. It's about two hours long. It's called You People. Okay. So I'll give I'll give it a watch. Like I say, I don't watch enough movies these days. We're always diving into all these long series. Series, yeah. I don't watch a lot of movies either. My son is really trying to get me to watch Wednesday with him, which I've heard good things about. What's it, what, what's it about? Wednesday Adams. Yeah, the Adams Family, but Adams it's a new family. version. Oh. My yeah. daughter watched it and loved it. Yeah. No, Cash was way into it, but I sat down to try to watch it, and guess what happened? I fell asleep. Yeah. So, that's how that went. Um, I, so, The Bachelor, new series of The Bachelor started this week, so I watched that trash. I do. I do. I'm sorry. I do. I watch it. Abdallah loves that. I watch it every every time, and then I listen to podcasts that break it down. And oh, I'm do you really? I do. I'm really kind of Why? Wow, you're really in the weeds. I know. It's pretty bad. What, what's, the, what's the draw for you? I, it's brainless. It's like... I don't know. It's 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 like empty calorie TV, right? Like it doesn't do anything for me, but it also doesn't, you know, kill me to do it. I guess it's just there. But the show I just finished, which was very good, was season two of Ginny and Georgia. Oh, that's on Netflix, it right? It is on Netflix. I watched season one and I like waited so long, and then I couldn't remember everything that happened, so I had to go back and whatever. Very good. Season two was very good, and I'm hearing rumors that they're going to make a season three. It's really good. What is it about besides Ginny and Georgia? Um, it is about a young single mother and her children, but she is, like, her secrets wanna... are, I mean, crazy. She's keeping crazy secrets of things that she's done, and you just never know what's going to happen. Great cliffhanger at the end. Mm. It's very good. I can definitely... Uh co-signed for season one. I haven't watched season two yet. It's better. Ginny and Georgia was uh, my wife started watching it one day and like it was like 15 minutes in and it like pulled me in and I was like all right, this is interesting and Mm -hmm. I ended up watching the whole season with her. Yeah, season two is even better. It also broaches a lot of important topics mental health, self-harm, self-care, like it, like stuff that you could talk about you know, sure. with, with young adults. Yeah. I don't think it's kid, not kid-friendly, but young adults for sure. What do you got, Mel, or what are you watching for? All right, this is, uh, speaking of brainless, but this uh, the trailer definitely left me wanting more. So it's out today on Amazon Prime. Shotgun Wedding, starring Jennifer Lopez and Josh Dumel. Rom-com. And um, I'm intrigued. I'm going to go check it out. It's, again, available on Amazon Prime right now. Uh, to your point about Rotten Tomatoes, Sylvie, it is not bringing in a fresh score right now. It's at 45% itself, but uh, again, Jennifer Lopez, uh, Josh Dumel, Jennifer Coolidge in it as well. So uh, I remember watching the trailer a couple months back, and uh, I was like, you know what? I think I could I could uh, watch that and like it, so I'm going to check that out this weekend. Okay. 
And then uh, wrap us up here, Tyler. What do you so got? So this week I just started, uh, or maybe it was last week. Last week I started watching the show You on Netflix. Have you guys seen that? I tried. You no. tried? It really creepy, right? Isn't it's, this yeah, about the little, stalker? Yeah. Uh-huh. It, it's a guy. He's a, a bookstore manager. Yes. And yes. there's this one girl who comes in who's yes. an aspiring writer. And it just like the insane things he does for to try to court her. So Yes. It's very... It does its job. Really? Yeah, I mean... Okay. Creepy. I don't know if I'm ready for creepy. No. You're ready for The Bachelor. <laughs> always. Always. Right. Don't freak me out. That's, uh, I don't like to be scared. What to Watch For brought to you by Connie's Frozen Pizza. Allie doesn't like it either. And it rolls out a lot of TV that we, yeah. that oh, we can't, can't watch, watch together. together. Same. Same in our house. Although, when my husband was watching Ozark, I was like, oh, absolutely not. And then, of course, after he was finished... I could not stop watching it. It's I've been great. It's so yeah, good. Yeah. So good. All right. Uh, let's get into some football as we're ready for championship Sunday. If you want to uh, talk to us about it, 312-332-3776. Here's something that I want to go go with everyone. What are some of the biggest surprises from the NFL season? Biggest surprises. I think there's one obvious one. And then I think it, we can. it kind of rains down from there. And then what are the other ones? 332-3776. Is it true that the Bears don't have as much cap room as we thought? Uh, I, Dion, I want to know from you if you think Aaron Rodgers is going to get traded. There's a lot of football to discuss. Mm-hmm. We hit some bowls earlier, too. If you still want to weigh in on that, feel free. 312-332-3776.